I can tell you right now, church, God will not turn His back on His people. He will never turn His back on you. He will never turn His back on me. He is a God who is constant and faithful towards His people. His commitment and His faithfulness towards His children are unwavering. Unwavering. Hey church, welcome to Church Online. No matter where you are, we're here with you. We're here together as the church. Maybe you're at home, maybe you're in your lounge or in PJs. Why don't you grab a coffee, get ready with us because we're about to go into this stream. If it's your first time with us on the stream, we're so glad you're here. You're so welcome. If you hit the I'm new here button below this stream or on our website, you can get connected with us and we can get connected with you. Today we're going to have uh, a time of worship and we're going to have an awesome word. We're in a series called Riding Waves and it's really going to bless you. So before we jump into that, we've just got a couple of announcements for you. If you have a prayer request, you can post it in the chat right here or you can connect with us on the Contact Us page on our website. We're not going to be having services for the next little while. And so you can find the stream right here every Sunday at 9 a.m. Just go to www.victory.org.za forward slash live and you'll find us here every week. If you miss a Sunday, you can catch up on any message that you don't see by following our podcast. If you have any questions or you need any more info, please go to our website hit us up on our contacts page and leave us a message. Follow us on all our social media like Instagram and Facebook by following the links down below. Now let's get ready to get into God's presence. We're gonna go into a time of worship. So wherever you are, let's stand together and let's get ready to encounter our God. Hallelujah. The presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah. Louder than the unbelief. I raise a Hallelujah I will 
Give a light, you are love, you bring light to 
No 
Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our first church online service. You know, the enemy tries to shut down the church, but praise God for technology. And we can reach you in your homes uh, with Church Online uh, from Victory Center. And I trust that you're all going to get ready to receive from the Lord this morning. I trust you really enjoyed the time of worship. And uh, we are doing a series right now called uh, Riding Waves. And uh, because there are waves that the enemy is creating around the world. But you know what? He's not going to succeed and he's not going to win. So welcome, everybody. I'm so glad to be able to reach you in your homes this morning and spend some time with you. And uh, we trust that the Lord will penetrate, that the, the word of God will penetrate your home and go deep into your home and to your hearts this morning. I'm going to talk to you about riding the waves of life with God's word. Riding the waves of life with God's word. You know, many years ago, King David of Israel, he wrote something very, very powerful. And you find that in Psalm 91. I trust you got your Bible with you. Psalm 91 verse 2. This is what he said. He said, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him I will trust. Notice the words that he, that he used here. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. God is our refuge in this time of testing. You know, David had a powerful relationship with God. He's one of the men who walked so close to the Lord, and God said, he's a man after my own heart. He's the only person in the Bible where God, that God speaks about in these terms, a, God, a man after my own heart. And in his deep relationship with the Lord, David realized that there are times when he had to take refuge in the Lord and when he had to shelter in the fortress that the Lord was for him. God is our refuge. God is our fortress in times of trouble. Amen. And David was a great example of how to walk with God in these moments. He was passionate about his search for God. You know, if you read Psalm 119, it's a very long psalm. I don't have time to spend too much time on this this morning. But David searched for God. He searched for God. And so he searched for a deep relationship with his father. So it is that in this season of testing, we do the same. We follow in his footsteps. He knew God. David knew God in a, such a powerful way. So we do the same. We see God in this time of testing. Of course, we see God all the time. But especially in a time of testing, in a time of difficulty. For we serve a constant and faithful God who will not turn his back on his children. I can tell you right now, church, God will not turn his back on his people. He will never turn his back on you. He will never turn his back on me. He is a God who is constant and faithful towards his people. His commitment and his faithfulness towards his children are unwavering, unwavering. It never changes. In other words, God in the book of Malachi, he says, I am the Lord. I do not change. You need to understand that God's faithfulness towards you and towards me never changes. Psalm 36 verse 5 says this. 
Your mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. What the writer of Psalm 36 is saying is that God's faithfulness towards us is infinite. In other words, it never stops. It never ends. God will never become unfaithful to you and to me or uncommitted. He is married even to the backslider. He will look after us and provide for us through thick and thin and at all times. Can you say amen to that? I do believe that. I do believe God will never leave us. He said so in his word. Behold, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. And uh, he's not He's not going to change his mind. He will be with us through thick and thin, always. So David knew that life carries on. There's something we can't stop, is life. is the way that things go on day by day, month by month, year by year. Things happen. Life carries on. And David had many encounters with times of difficulty in his life. If you read the Psalms, particularly where David writes about himself and he writes about God and he writes about his journey and his walk with God and what he's found, you will find that he had many encounters with times of difficulty in his life. What did David do during these times? He learned one thing, that in a time like this, it's pulling into God is the way to go. Pulling into God. And the best way to win the battle is to pull into God. Not to pull into other things, but to pull into God. Now we are in a similar situation, a similar season right now, all over the world. And the church of Jesus Christ has to distinguish itself from the world who has no anchor to hang on to. The world has nothing to hang on to. This is why the world is so desperate. The reason they, that, that uh, all the stock markets have collapsed around the world and so on, and panic buying uh, supermarkets sometimes and uh, shelves are empty and all of that. The reason all of this has happened is because the world has nothing to hang on. So they get into fear. They get into panic and they begin to lose control and they, they, they begin to flow with their emotions. But not so with the church. The church has an anchor in times and seasons like this. And that anchor is the Lord Jesus Christ. We have a Lord and he has provided all that we need to stay strong through times of trials and times of difficulty. We do not lack in any way whatsoever. The Lord is my shepherd. I do not lack. He is not only providing for me uh, materially, but also he provides strength for me. He provides everything I need right now so that I can walk through this season without losing hope, without getting into fear, without getting into, into any form of panic. So today I want to start this uh, series that we're going to do while we're doing church online, at least for a couple of weeks, we're gonna, uh, called riding, riding Waves. But today I want to talk to you about riding the waves of life with God's Word. Riding the waves of life with God's Word. God's word and, pro and promises are one of the ways that we anchor ourselves in times of trial. You know, as I said to you, the world has nothing to anchor themselves to. But we have the word of God. The word of God is our anchor. We can anchor ourselves. You know, I grew up with boats around me. And when you don't want the boat to, be, to drift 
with uh, winds blowing against it or, or current in the sea dragging it in some direction, you throw down the anchor and the anchor stabilizes the boat and keeps it where it should be. And so it is that God's word is our anchor at this point in time. God has declared that his word is what we rely on and what we anchor ourselves on. The, the word of God is solid. The Bible says all kinds of things will pass away. But God says my word will remain forever. Your, the word of God in a time like this becomes our anchor. Now these are the words of Jesus that you find in the book of Matthew. If you've got your Bible, you can open it. The book of Matthew chapter 7 verses 24 and 25. This is what it says. It says, therefore... Whoever hears these sayings of mine, this is Jesus speaking, and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Founded on the rock. Now, Note what Jesus says at the beginning of his scripture. He says, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine. In other words, the things that are coming out of my mouth. Let me tell you what, what the sayings of the Lord is. The sayings of the Lord Jesus is his word to us. It's the word of God. It comes right out of his mouth to us. Amen. This is the solid rock that he's talking about in this scripture. The sayings of mine, the sayings of Jesus Christ, which is the word of God, which is God communicating to man. He says, if you will build your house on that, your house will stand when the storms comes, when the wind blows, when coronavirus comes your way, or whichever thing uh, the, the devil wants to bring your way. If you build your house on the rock of the word of God, then your house will stand. In this time of state of testing, we stand on the rock of God's word and promises. This is one way of staying strong. This is one way of pressing it through. This is one way of getting from A to B. This is one way of winning, coming out victorious at the end. So how do we stand on the word of God? How do we do that? Well, firstly, you need to know the word of God. I want to encourage you in this time and season to make extra time, especially if you're at home. But I can assure you, if you don't make time for the Word of God, when times and seasons of trial come your way, you're going to be on shaky ground. You know, your house will not be built on the rock. But it's important and vital that you make time for the Word of God, especially now. So how do we do that? Firstly, we make time. Spend time in the Word during this time and season. But the most important one, do not speak the negatives that the enemy wants you to speak. Don't let it come out of your mouth and, and oh, I wonder what's going to happen to me. No, I know what's going to happen to me to you. If you're a believer, God's protection is on you. The blood of Jesus covers you. If you put your faith in the Word of God and in, into understanding His ways and so on and what is provided for you, that virus cannot touch you. It cannot come near you. In fact, we know that from Psalm 91. 
So we do not speak the negatives that the enemy wants us to speak. We put the word of God in our mouth. The word of God says he will protect us. The word of God says he will provide for us. The word of God says no evil shall befall us. The word of God says no plague shall come near our dwelling. So you put the word of God in your mouth in this time and season and you speak it out. You don't get into fear. You don't get into panic. We know that fear is, is, a, is, a, is a portal that the enemy uses in order to uh, uh, come against us. He uses a portal, in, that portal, in order to afflict us. Amen? So we don't get into fear. We don't get into panic. We don't open that portal for the enemy to afflict our, our lives. We rest in the Word of God. Do you know that faith in the Word of God and the declaration of the Word of God will bring a rest in your life? You will, be, you will get to a place of rest because you know what? It's like solid rock. You know, when I get into an aeroplane, I'm not worried that I am 40,000 feet up in the air. Why? Because my feet are on a solid floor. It feels like I'm standing on the floor of a church or wherever it is, or the floor of my home. I, when I'm in, standing in my home, I don't fear that it's going to fall underneath me. And so it is when I get into an aeroplane, and the minute I'm sitting in there, my feet are on solid ground, and I don't worry. But in fact, do you know what? I'm 30,000 feet, 40,000 feet above the ground. If, if, if I had to go through this floor, I would, I would be dead. But you know what? We don't think like this. Why? Because we are solidly anchored on the floor of that aeroplane. And so it is. We need to be solidly anchored on the floor that of, of a rock, if you want, of God's word in this time and season so that we don't get into fear or panic. And so what we do in times like this, we declare the truth that God has placed in his word over our lives and over the lives of our loved ones. We speak it out. Remember that God creates by his word and he's given us that very same power. We create by what we say. So if you speak the negative, you're going to create the negative. If you speak God's word, you're going to create God's word to take place in your life. God has promised to look after us, even though we walk through seasons that look like dark valleys. And these seasons are going to come time and again, because we live in the earth, and the earth is not perfect yet. It will be perfected one day, but at this point in time, the earth is not perfect. The people of God have God's word to stand on at all times, through thick and thin, through good times or through bad times. And those who stand on the word of God will always win the battle. This is so important for us to understand. Psalm 23 verse 4, David, who knew God, he writes this. He says, Yea, though I walk through a valley of a shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The rod that David is talking about is the rod of the word of God that sustains us. And you know when it says your rod, your stuff, they comfort me. That comfort, that word translated comfort in the, new, in the King James uh, Bible actually means strengthen. <clears throat> it means make us strong. So that's what the word of God does. It keeps us strong through times that are shaky in, in, in the seasons of the world. We need to believe God's words. God's word, sorry. We need to declare God's word. We need to stand 
on God's Word. Psalm 119, 105 says this. This is such a, a very well-known scripture, but yet so few people understand it and so few people act on it. David writes, he says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You see, God's word is stable at all times and it will never fail us. It gives us direction for our lives in any of life's season. You know, when you go through difficult moments like this, you know, this is the time to press into God's word. This is the time to say, Lord, your word is my lamp and the light of my feet. It directs me. It will, you see, when you stand on the word of God, you will know what to do. You'll get direction for you. You'll get direction for your family. Do not let fear rule your heart or panic rule your heart at this point in time. The word of God is absolutely reliable. The book of Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20 says this, For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. All the promises of God in him are yes. In other words, God never changes. His word never changes. It's absolutely reliable. It's yes and in him, amen. Hallelujah. So the Apostle Paul says this to us. He says, finally... My brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. And one of the ways, he goes through the whole armor of God, but one of the ways, in verse 17, he says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So he says, having done all, stand. So he says, take the um, sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. At this time and season, we've got to take that sword. When the enemy puts thoughts of fear in your mind, you've got to take the sword, and that sword, and say, it is written, devil, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And in, in the Spirit, when you speak that in faith, it's like you're pulling out your sword and you're cutting off his head. So what that demon of fear comes against you, when the demon of panic comes against you, you know, you speak the word of God like Jesus did, did when he got tempted. When Jesus got tempted in the desert, what did he do? He pulled out the word of God. Every temptation that the enemy brought his way, and it was Satan himself, the head of a demonic world. He, the most powerful of all demons, he came to Jesus. Because how do I know it's Satan? Because it says, and Satan left him uh, after a while. Jesus counteracted him with every temptation with the word of God. He said, it is written. And so it is that at this point in time, we need to stand on God's word. It becomes a rock. It's solid ground. And once we are rooted on the word of God, nothing can dislodge us. Absolutely nothing. So Paul says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. I want to say to you, those of you who are watching our congregation, be strong, I'm saying to you this morning. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, in this time and season. I want to say to you this morning, church, remain strong in this season. And spend much time in God's Word, especially if you are at home. What a great opportunity to develop your knowledge of the Word of God. Encourage your family to rely on the rock of God's Word right through this season. Right through this season. 
and hopefully it becomes habitual in your home, that you make time for the Word of God. I want to say, fathers, you are the leaders of a home. Lead, spend time teaching your children, teaching, working with your wife uh, in the family, and, 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 and teaching them the Word of God. Get the Word of God in your own heart, because you are leading your family. And as you do, you will come out tops. You'll come out above. You'll come out winning. And you'll come out victorious. Amen and amen. I want to say to you, Jesus won the battle because he spoke the word of God. And he did not come out of a desert um, weak and defeated. The Bible said he came out in the power of the Holy Ghost. Because he had the word in his heart and he used that word in his time of trial. I want to encourage you. We're talking about riding the waves of life with God's word. And uh, so there is one way for sure that you can use this time and season to speak protection over your family. Declare Psalm 91. To speak provision. Declare Psalm 23. And, and various other ones with many, many scriptures. Uh, uh, Isaiah 53 that speaks about the, 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 uh, that Jesus was bruised for our iniquities and he, was, he, he took our sicknesses and infirmities to the cross. All of his words and there are many, many others that you can pull out and use them and speak them over your home, speak them over your finances, speak them over your, your family and let's see ourselves through this season winning, coming out victorious Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Well, before I stop uh, this morning, I just want to spend a little time just praying for your needs. I do believe that, you know, there is no distance in prayer, church. And right now, if you have faith to, if you're watching this on your laptop or maybe you're watching this on your smart TV, I'm not sure. But you can reach out, you can touch as, uh, if you want. You don't have to do that. But you can touch your TV as a point of contact or your laptop as I pray this morning. And whatever need you have, remember that he's more than able. He can do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. And right now, I want to pray for you, and I want to pray for your needs. If you have a need, you can bring it to the Lord right now. He knows. He hears your heart. He knows exactly what your need is. And so I'm going to pray now, and I'm believing God to release through the airwaves an anointing that will go right through into your, into your home, uh, wherever you are watching. It could be in your bedroom or it could be in your TV room. It doesn't matter, but that it will go right through into your home and that will make a difference to you in this time and season, especially sickness and disease and provision because there are many uh, that, uh, you know, that uh, their place of employment has sent them home. Some have to take uh, unpaid leave and all of that, and, and that can affect your finances. But I'm telling you, God will come through for you. The Lord is my shepherd. You can declare it with me if you're standing there watching. The Lord is my shepherd. I do not lack he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me and your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of coronavirus. 
You prepare a table before me in the presence of sickness and disease. You prepare a table before me in the presence of lack and poverty. You prepare a table before me in the presence of fear and panic. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with all my cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forevermore. And so, Father, this morning, I pray for all those who are watching this morning, I release an anointing that will flow from this pulpit straight, Father, into their homes. I declare every sickness and disease broken right now. If you've got a pain somewhere, just put your hand on, on that area of your pain, and let's believe God. Father, I release your healing power over any person who is suffering with pain, sickness, or disease. I command every disease to leave. I command every sickness to leave in Jesus' name. Father, I come against a spirit that is trying to steal their finances in the name of Jesus. I declare that, that, that uh, we don't have poverty as, a, as children of God. I declare that poverty is gone. I come against a spirit of lack, the spirit of poverty right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I just pray your protection over every household that is watching this, every home. Lord, that you will protect them through this season. That, Lord, you will provide for them. For you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. Lord, you, you are the one who provides. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides for us. And so Jehovah Shalom, the Lord who is our peace. And so, Lord, may your peace flood their homes, may your provision flood their homes, and may your healing power be with them at this point in time. I pray, Father, the blood of Jesus over every person who's watching this, and I release the covering of the blood of Jesus that protects us from every evil. And so, Lord, I commit every person in our congregation into your care now, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So church, we hope that this message has really blessed you today. And you know what? The church is the hope of the world and together we're going to shine God's light when there is thick darkness over the earth. Now, would you consider supporting our vision? We believe that as we all give, uh, we'll, we all give our part, the work of God is accomplished on earth. There's a number of ways you can give today. The first and easiest thing uh, or way is to give via online banking. Our banking details are on the screen and on our website. If you don't have access to online banking, you can also do a direct deposit at a local bank branch. But if you choose to do this, please be wise and safe as you do. Help us finance this vision as you partner with us, as we reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. To all of you who are giving and supporting this church, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We appreciate every gift given and we speak provision to you. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we just lift up all the seeds that have been planted and Lord God, we know that you are a loving and merciful and blessing God. You, we know that you know every single need of each seed that has been planted. We know 
that you are the God of abundance and not the God of just enough. And we ask that you bless abundantly every single seed. Lord God, we also praise, we also pray for wisdom and guidance to apportion the funds in accordance to the will you have for your ministry here. We ask this in your very special name. Amen. Well, we've come to the end of our stream for today and we're so glad that you were with us. We pray that you were really blessed by this service. Subscribe to our channel and share this stream as far as you can. Follow us on our social media at Facebook and Instagram. Spread the word. Church Online is happening and we love being able to spread this gospel by leveraging technology. We want to spread it far and wide and impact this world with a message of hope. We'll see you all again next week, same time, same place. Remember, the stream happens every Sunday at 9 a.m. sharp. Remember to wash your hands often, stay safe, and remember that you are protected in the hands of God Almighty. So be blessed this week. We just want to bless you. We just want to declare the blessing upon you at the end of this service like we do every Sunday. But right there in your home, receive a blessing. The Lord will bless you. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will make his face shine upon you. The Lord will lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. That's what we need in this season. The shalom, the peace of God that passes all understanding. Receive his peace this morning that, and let it flood your home and your family. In Jesus' name, amen.